All right, welcome back to Podcast and PJs. Or Watch First. Or whatever movie title we come up, or podcast title we come up with. Um, today we are going to watch The Animatrix. Uh, so this came out 2003, but around the same time, right? This came out in June 2003, and Revolutions came out in November. So okay. this came out before, but it wasn't theatrical, it was direct-to-video. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, so it does say it's a collection of nine short films, so uh, we'll watch that and give you our thoughts. We'll see you then. Peace. All right, and we're back. Uh, so with our um, review of the Animatrix. <laughs> um, so with a synopsis. We're gonna we're gonna do a quick synopsis. There were a total of nine. Um, vignettes, I think, is the best way to explain. Um, yeah, so and... it's it's a um, it's an anthology and a short film anthology. Yeah, which is cool as hell. But definitely provides a lot more context, a little bit more. We'll we'll get into it. So, what's the first one here on the list? So the first one, and now we're watching the. Um, the Animatrix on HBO Max, so I can't speak to whether or not they're in a different order, like on DVDs or whatever. But the first one on uh, HBO Max is The Second Renaissance Part 1, and Part 1 and Part 2, I think, are both directed by Mahiro Maeda. We're really going to go into the... I am. Yes. Give credit where credit's due. Well, I'm not saying they shouldn't get credit, I'm all, but it's like... Okay, fine. It, I have it right here on my phone. It's going to be easy. Okay. So, I guess we'll do the Second Renaissance Part 1 and Part 2 that was directed by the same person. Well, let's... We have to talk a little bit about what they mean by the Second Renaissance. Well, I think that that's for, like, opinions and analysis. Okay, synopsis then. Gosh. Okay. We're two minutes and we haven't even started. Oh, Lord. All right. Um, okay. So the second renaissance is presented as um, like an archive that you're accessing through Zion. And it sort of details the initial war between humans and machines the one that the thing that started it all the reason that there is a matrix to begin with basically um people treated machines like shit and uh they had i don't know why they would have androids do a bunch of menial labor instead of just build a machine to do the labor but oh but but they did that's what they that's what human beings did they were like let's build androids and basically, give them artificial intelligence yeah. and make them basically second class citizens so yeah, that, that's really the gist of that that the vignette is that yeah. you know so we as a society of humans become so literally dependent on machines um and it kind of outlines a little bit about, you know, not trying to give too much opinion, but it outlines how this war kind of started. So, mm-hmm. right? Like, 
Well, yeah, and it, I mean, it, it's very relevant because it talks about how, you know, you're dependent on a working class, but you treat the working class like shit. But we're not there yet. We're just in the synopsis. So, uh, in the first part, we learn about an android, B166ER, who was going to be destroyed by uh, its people and instead killed its people before it could be killed, basically. So and this was like a worker droid or a robot it, Well, it was just, it, it doesn't go into super a lot of detail. It's just a, a machine that killed a person and there's a trial. And the trial does not go in favor of the machine. There is because a, the machine killed a human though, right? Yes. Because it was going to be, the machine was going to be destroyed. And so it basically was like, I didn't want to die. It like... Is does it have a right to defend Simply itself? Simply did not want to die. Yeah, just do you have a right to defend yourself? So there's a million machine march. We have uh, violence against women for no reason, where you see a bunch of men bashing in a woman's uh, head, like beating her and bashing in her skull. Oh, it's an android, but you still see titties. Like you still see her tits because, of course. Anyway, uh, there's a robot holocaust. <laughs> The first and, anyway of the podcast, by the way. Not even five minutes. Uh, there's basically a robot holocaust, and the robots make their own country in the Middle East. Called, called Zero One. Zero One. Yeah. I asked BJ to help with the synopsis in case those of you are wondering, because I was like, there's a lot. I'm going to forget things. There's a lot of stories yeah. happening. Merely just uh, a caller commentator here. <laughs> So, zero one. So then, uh, Second Renaissance Part 2. Oh, we're jumping. Uh, okay, we're going. Yeah. So, directly after, on, on HBO oh, Max. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, fuck. All right, I don't even remember which part this was in. Well, in, in Part 1, in. they set up the, like, their own. They set up their own country. They show up to the U- United Nations, and they're like, uh. Accept us as a country. And the United Nations is like, fuck off. Yeah, humans are like, no, fuck you. We're not gonna. <laughs> We're so, not gonna. So then there's a war. Um, they bomb zero one, and the robots are like, "What, dude? We're not humans. You know that, right? Like, what the fuck's a bomb gonna? It's heat and radiation. Like, I'm made of metal. I'm fine. So people are like, fuck. That didn't work. Let's destroy the sky. That's some stupid shit. But that sounds a lot like. So they have the Operation Dark Storm, where these planes basically fly some kind of weird chemtrail thing. Okay, so that actually goes into Second Renaissance Part 2. Yeah, this this is in Second Renaissance Part 2. Okay. Uh, One thing that I thought was kind of an interesting choice, and interesting as in, not as in bad, but interesting as in, interesting, like a cool kind of a choice. They're wheeling this TV through, like, the battlefield... Um, for the soldiers to see, and it's like a, like a televangelist on there, and it feels very. Well, there was also there was references, com- and then you even see some soldiers like kneel down, like they're uh, Muslims praying. You I also hear hear yeah. some soldiers doing the Lord's prayer. Oh yeah, you do yeah. hear kind of like so. Uh, they're our Father type yeah. of yeah. So the soldiers are in mech suits. There's actually I like some, that callback. Yeah, there's some real creepy shit where like. Uh, some of the uh, kind of like sentinel prototypes 
But you get they look like ticks. Yeah, they but, like open up the mech suits and like pull people. It's it's quite gory. It's very graphic. Oh, these, everything. These first yeah, two parts. but that's kind of like the the beauty of the anime. Um, but you get a lot of and and not to be to add too much opinion, but like you can see like the evolution of the sentinels that you see in like reloaded for example yeah you can kind of see the kind of, where they how they started how, out. how they started out and yeah yeah and then you see like the machines are like oh you want to take away the fucking sun well we got a fucking good battery right here man and so you see sort of the beginning of the matrix it's well so they they go into a little bit more depth they so do it, they go you, into and a remember lot of in, depth. The, in the mm-hmm. first matrix mm-hmm. in the, the original Lawrence Fishburne has his whole he know, talks about it, yeah. Yeah, his monologue where he talks about how they we he doesn't they don't know why they darken the sky, but this kind of expands the this universe. This fills it in. Well, so yeah. they do that why though. Well, they he Lawrence Fishburne knows why he did they did it. So they did it because the the machines run yeah. on solar, solar power. Ah, that's right. Okay. And so so they, like, they were oh, like dependent well, on the sun. Okay. Yeah, well, if there's no more sun, and it's it, like, do we it, need the sun too? Yeah, it's, like you it's anyway. Really ass backward thinking. People but okay. are dumb. <laughs> it almost makes it seem like a well, you guys deserved it because you were awful. You know what I mean? Like they kind of try to both sides it with the machines, which is like okay, that's I mean, a choice. Are, are we being sim- machine sympathizers now? <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Next yeah. vignette. You, you're not gonna hit. Am- uh, listen. Listen, I you said keep it tight. I'm trying to keep it tight. We're nine minutes and we only did the first two. Okay. We got, What's the next one? We got quite a few more to go. The next one is program. And this is pretty short. It's kind of cool. There's a, a girl. She's in. Got the a, samurai. Um, she's in a simulation. Training. Yeah. yeah. Training. Secure. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, like, are, I was obs- secure horror. BJ is it. obsessed with secure right now. He's like almost almost done with it. Anyway. Um, oh, that's a second anyway. Oh, shit. Drink. Uh, she's in a program, like a training simulation. It's her favorite training simulation. And it is a very like samurai feudal Japan kind of thing. And this guy named Duo is like, hey. Let's go back to the Matrix. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, let's go back to the Matrix and live a quiet life somewhere. And she's like, no, we can't do that. And we, he's like, yeah. we're, we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I hope you come with me because otherwise, like, I'm going to do it. And they have to fight. And she has to, like, does she kill him? Or, like, mm-hmm. yeah, she has to kill him. Graphically. Yeah. And, Breaks uh, the sword with, she's his, like with her hand. crying. And then they she wakes up and they're like, oh, it was a test. It was a test to see and, if you wanted to go back and you're fine. It's training. It was, was training. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> she punched the guy out. It was yeah. great. She was like, well, cool. Let's just emotionally fucking abuse people. It's not bad enough that you're like, your entire world and everyone you ever loved isn't real. Except, yeah, the people that you loved are real, but they're trapped in a dream world that but, you can't wake them up out of. But don't but you now like we're that gonna, juxtaposition? Now we're going to, like, fuck with you even more. Even more so. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, What's emotionally very, abuse are? Very, Someone um, needs to contact HR. Well, it, it just felt Who very Who runs the HR on the ships? The beginning of the, the, 
the, the first one for me. Right. Like, that was... Contact yeah. Zion HR. All right. Okay, workplace next. harassment. Next. Workplace harassment. <laughs> <laughs> the next is world record. I hated this animation style on this one, but it was a cool story. I thought it was cool. The story was cool, but I did not like the style on this one. It reminded me... So, if anyone remembers um, Afro Samurai... That's the animation style uh, of world record in the Animatrix, at least this vignette. And I know we're not there yet, but I feel like Matriculated was more Afro Samurai. Uh, well, we can agree to disagree then. Agree but... to disagree. Okay. Anyway. So what are we learning in world record? World record is very cool because it... So um, the narrators are like the agents, kind of, and it's like... You know how most people wake up from the Matrix because they take the red pill and they go through this whole recruitment process? Well, they're kind process. of co- coaxed into like... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's one of those things, at least the way I see it, mm-hmm. is like you are... You have questions about, well, what is this world? Reality. And, and what realness. is reality? Yeah. And someone answers that question or you answer that question for yourself, kind of, right? But... In this expansion of the story, well, he just this guy actually finds out that he right, is well, in let, the matrix. It's so hey, cool. Let's do the synopsis, man. You're like, okay, so you wanted me to help. All right, so there's a runner. He so he's a track star. Do you want to do this? I'm okay, trying to all right. Help. So there's a runner. Did you not want me to help? You ask your friend. And he uh, wants to break his his record. He had a, an incident where they were saying he, his record, they weren't going to count his record because doping. they thought he was doping. And he was like, no, I'm not. And it's like this whole big thing. And he's run and his like trainer is like, you're not ready. Like, don't do this. Um, but so he's running. And while he's running, we see these flashbacks of these things. It's pretty neat. But he is is running so hard and his force of will is so extreme that he he's running so hard that he wakes up in the pod with the goo, like because he's running so hard. Like he kind of runs so he he wants it so bad and he's so determined and he's pushing himself past the extremes so much that he wakes himself up out of the matrix just through sheer force of will. That's... Which is pretty incredible. It's a pretty cool story. So the obviously the agents like put him right back to sleep and erase his memory of it, quote unquote, and they make it so that his he can't... His legs don't work anymore. He, doesn't, he can't run. But he does get up from the wheelchair and he's like, free and uh but then he collapses back down and that's kind of the end of the vignette yeah and it it really that was a really good the story on that one was incredible and that's the nice thing about a vignette is that you don't see the beginning a middle and an end you don't need that for you just need the this little flash in a pan snippet or sometimes the beginning or sometimes the end and it's great i love i love it love me all right let's move on then Moving on, kids story. Oh, this one is good. Is and, and you're the one that really I 
broke the story open. I was like, wait, is this the guy from Reloaded? Yeah. So in Reloaded, there's a kid who has like... Obsessed. Obsessed a very, kid. very short scene with Neo. It's pretty short. Um, where he... I guess there's two scenes, but he is like, oh my god, Neo, 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 Neo. Hi, Neo. Hi, Neo. Hi, Neo. Are we friends? Let's be friends. Thank Neo, you for Neo, saving Neo, my life, Neo. Neo. I love you, Neo. Yes. And Neo's <laughs> like, I didn't save your life, kid. You saved your own life. Which is like, he says that again here in this one. But anyway. Oh yeah, they pulled that yeah. directly from it's it. It's basically, you can see, like in the first Matrix, how we see uh, Neo kind of get pulled from the Matrix. It's like that, but it's this kid. He has... The same kind of instance where he has these dreams that feel more real than reality. He reaches out like on the web. So yeah, he's like it, it yeah. was very vis a vis the first Matrix with the whole computer and t- uh, talking and then someone responding. Yeah, it's it's short, but it's um it's lovely. It's really good. So what else happens though? Like so he it's a, it's he goes a, to school he, like he has a regular school, normal day and then his cell he's phone in the middle rings. Of, yeah, the teacher's like, "What the did we fuck, talk man? about? What did we talk yeah. about? Cell phones? It's two thousand and three, and we don't have silence. I guess I don't know. So he shuts the well, phone off and it still rings, yeah. and then just like Morpheus did for Neo, it, but this time it's Neo on the phone and he's like, "They know you know they're coming. Get out of there." And so he, like, runs away, and he, like, climbs a drain pipe. There's, like, a skateboard chase thing, because it was 2003. Fucking everybody was into skateboards. So he uh, escapes, and he climbs up the drain pipe, and everybody's on the roof where he's trying to go. So he fucking lets go and, like, plummets head first. And, but yet somehow he is fine. In, no, in it our, shows him dying. Well... In the Matrix, it shows well, him as having died. Let, but in the in the quote-unquote real world... It shows world, his headstone. Yes, it shows his head. Yes, yeah. it doesn't show him dying. But then at the end... Down. Yeah. He, he wakes up to yeah. Neo and Trinity, I think. And they got Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss to, to reprise their roles. That's cool. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. Kid's story. Pretty short. Beyond was fucking great. Beyond was amazing. So Beyond is the next one. Oh, I haven't even been doing director's. Just for the first one. Yeah. Well, we'll, okay. we'll do it in history. We'll do it in history. We're not going to. We're, okay. Uh, beyond. beyond. Is, <laughs> um, so this girl in her underwear, because every, 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 in, in every if there's girl, a girl, if there's a they girl. They end up being naked or in their underwear. She's Come in on. her underwear. I literally wrote so much ass while these women in their panties in my notes. <laughs> Every fucking vignette. If there's a woman, she's in her panties, except oh, for Trinity. Let's not get that started on the final flight of Osiris. Because I was like, whoa. Anyway, <laughs> uh, kid, beyond. So it's pretty neat. She's talking on the phone. She's got to feed her cat. Oh no, her cat is missing. Uh, so this she cat com- never misses a meal. Right, it's a fat cat. Oh, it's a little fat baby. Um, <laughs> okay. So the uh, these kids are like, oh, it's at the haunted house. So um, they talked very briefly in the uh, first Matrix about a glitch in the Matrix where, you know, deja vu is a glitch in the Matrix or like haunted house and stuff. If you've seen a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Those type of things. Exactly. So this is more like a fact. I don't know. It's not a house. It's like a factory. 
It's a pl- it's a it, place. It looks like an abandoned. It's an abandoned like, place. Place, yeah. That is super glitchy in Matrix terms. Like gravity doesn't really work well. These kids things hover. Things hover. Things it, turn back into them. Th- like those so kids they, are like yeah, throwing shit. Yeah, the kids have like a cool game where like they throw a bottle and break it, and the bottle bounces back up whole, and the other kid has to catch it. And it's just like I love it because. It's exactly what kids would do if they ran into something fantastical like this. Is that the world is full of wonders and they're just going to find a way to play in it. Yeah, they felt like, yeah, that was very, that's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah. For sure. And it was very, um, but magical. Okay, so throughout the episode though, then there's this weird looking like, looks like a trash truck. It's a very, very futuristic trash truck that. Is like headed towards this area. Yeah, to to fix the glitch in the matrix. Because apparently it is a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, right. There so. is one slightly creepy part though, where the girl opens this door and it's just an echo of her conversation she had on the phone, and it's just a void. Well, but I other think... than that, it's just very charming and whimsical. And then they have to destroy it because that's the. It's I think that was kind of like those backdoor access type of things, like. That's how, at least that's how I was feeling with that, with the door and the voice. It it was pretty freaking cool. Um, Yeah, so then they fix it and it's just normal. Like it doesn't have any of the magic anymore. Uh, A detective story. That one was pretty cool too. It was very noir style, the animation. BJ said um, immediately, he was like, Cowboy Bebop. It was very, very Cowboy Bebop esque. Cowboy Bebop with the gun and the lighter. Come on, hit me with that. Well, it's film noir. I mean, like, detective stories. Anyway, so uh, this detective, he gets hired to find the hacker, Trinity. He gets a random call from someone that he's like... It's super weird because it's very old-timey, except for when it isn't. Yeah, they they tried to capture... Yeah. Aspects. Tried to capture that noir film feeling, but... They have a lot of Alice in Wonderland stuff. Like, his cat's name is Dinah. Like, they, through just, the Looking Glass? Yes, yeah, just a ton Was that of... The through the Looking Glass one? Yeah, they re- they literally reference Through the Looking Glass. But, they, I mean, they lean in Six hard. Books. They lean in hard to uh, Alice in Wonderland there. And you actually do see Trinity, and he has a conversation with her. Again, Carrie Ann Moss. She um, reprises it. Reprises it, voice. which, is, yeah, which cool. is really nice. Um, so he ends up finding her and well, she's going to, let, let's tr- backtrack a little bit with the synopsis. He goes to the so, other detectives. Okay. So every detective that has looked for her, like one ended up dead. One is missing. The other ones are crazy. And the other one's crazy. So he visits the one that's crazy. And, yeah, and it's crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not, it's not a good time. And so then he, uh, chats with, trinity on the computer and he figures out she's on a train so he goes Literally steampunk to, with like it's like they're chatting on the like the the, the typewriter style that was really cool do you know what i mean but it's very like 1930s meets 1990s i don't know yeah it's very it doesn't it can't decide what decade it's in uh so he gets on the train he's he chats with trinity we're thinking, oh, here's here's a guy who's going to get pulled out of the Matrix. He seems like a good candidate for it. Except as him and Trinity are running from the agents on the train, an agent starts trying to take over his body. So 
So she has to shoot him. And he doesn't die though. Not right away. Oh, he's yeah, he like dies, huh? he's like, oh, that's okay. I I forgive you, because it's Trinity. She's so pretty. No. You would. I. Oh, actually, you know what? Um, before all this happens, when she first meets him on the train, she sticks a fucking weird machine on his eye and sucks out a tracker thing from his eye. Oh, vis-a-vis the Matrix. And I put, whole, like, always sucking thing. shit out of people, Trinity is. Squiddy, Squid thing. Squid thing, right? Squid, shrimp Shrimpy thing. thing. Out of his eyeball. She always be like, hi, nice Trust to me. Trust me, I hi. got you. Hi, nice to meet you. Here's a weird machine I'm going to stick on your body and suck out a weird metal thing. That's just her standard greeting. We so. thought Neo was special, bitch, bitch he ain't. Uh, well, he is special, but. Well. <laughs> well. Considering reloading. Well, all right. Next. Uh, so I was falling asleep during this next one, so I don't well, remember it listen, very well. And now the next matriculated. Is so it's like matriculated. It was cool, but it was just like it was yeah. weird. It was fucking trippy. Uh, there are these little machine thing like trackers, and it poops out a little mini robot, which I thought was cute. But so they defeat it, and they're like, "Is it gonna? Con- is it gonna convert?" And they all. There's a little monkey for some reason. Like, little I didn't know any monkey? animals had survived. Yeah, and, yeah and we don't it, see it. And they it's don't plugged talk about in. Animals. Did you see that? I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, they don't talk about animals in the yeah. Matrix at all. Like, yeah. did animals survive? Or animals being somewhere? Anyway, uh, there's a monkey. So. <laughs> Wait, so like. All the humans plug in like these animals to be part of the matrix too. That's crazy. I just don't thinking know. About, but I have no. It we, it doesn't. It's it doesn't not really addressed. Got, yeah, it's not. Um. The there's like a science guy and he's like, we have to let the robots choose and so they, I don't know. They sit in a circle and they plug in and they do like a super weird, super fucking acid trip thing with the robot, and to make the robot like people. And then it, their base gets attacked and everyone dies except for the main girl who's in her panties through the entire entirety of it. it oh, yeah. The whole time in her panties. Panties. Because, panties. because so much ass. That's why. Panties. So much ass. So uh, the robot saves her and he plugs both of them back in. But she's not happy about it. She's like, yeah, I know I was being hella flirty with you before, but like, ah. And so, like, maybe she dies? I don't know. The next thing you see is the robot sitting at the beach where she was at in the beginning. And there's a fire. So I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It's super trippy and I didn't like it. I thought you said you liked Matriculate. Or you just like the the style. I didn't I didn't like any of it. Um, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> no, I said that style was more Cowboy Bebop than... Or not Cowboy Bebop. Um, Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai, yeah. That style was... Closer to Afro Samurai style. Just in terms of animation, not in terms of trippiness. Although Afro Samurai does get pretty trippy. Regardless, moving on. Final one. We're going to get in here under 30 minutes. I have four minutes to do it. Final Flight of Osiris. This is the only one that's in the, um, like, Final Fantasy type style animation. Everything else is 2D. They, we start out with a uh, strip sword fight. You've heard of strip poker. Fucking hot as hell. Also, like, again, 
He's in pants. And she's uh, in a little not skirt. Not by the end of it. Well, not by the end of it. But she's in a little skirt with her ass out. Like, why everybody... Listen. You're... Why? So much... And not an equal opportunity ass fest. Just the ladies. Well, we got to see the boy, the guy's body. We got to see his fucking chest. We got to see his body. I guess, but like... Whatever. Anyways, <gasps> what we really need okay. to know this so because... Basically, they're like, uh, there's a shit ton of sentinels. Like, there's literally thousands of sentinels uh, above us. Fuck. Run away. Um, they get to... They go to the surface because there's nowhere else for them to go. And there are thousands and thousands of like it's a big army and there's a drill type thing. Like, oh fuck, we are right um above Zion. They're drilling. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they somebody's the gotta go into the matrix. Pictures of the, the drilling robots or machines that they're using. Yeah. So Homegirl goes into the Matrix to warn them. She she sends a package. And then she died. And then everybody dies. And that was it. The end. <laughs> and that's that's the quick. That's, that's like the most plot relevant one, but it's the quickest synopsis. Well, without the Osiris is the ship that they mention in the beginning in of Matrix Reloaded yeah. that kicks off this whole that, thing. Right, they're like, where they got their intel about there's an imminent attack. Yeah, or the yeah, their machines are incoming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any other synopsis it. stuff that you want to add? That's it. All right. Oh my God! Under thirty minutes, we did minutes. it. We did Good it. Job. Job. All right, and we're back with the Animatrix. We just finished up our first section of synopsis. So next, we'll jump into just our initial reactions, first impressions, anything. Um, that we didn't call out in the synopsis, apparently. <laughs> Do you want to kick us off or shall I? You shall. I shall then. Um, for the most part, I think what I loved about the, the Animatrix initially is the rounding out of the story. Um, it, it gives a greater context to maybe some of those unanswered questions from the original Matrix and then kind of uh, follow through into Reloaded um, and rounds out additional story points uh, that we kind of hit on in our synopsis. Um, so the thing with the vignettes is that every director had a different take, so it was kind of cool to see different animation styles being used. It was sometimes a little bit jarring. And... I don't have a fully fleshed out thought, so please go ahead. <laughs> and I ran out of words as I was saying. <laughs> that happens to me sometimes. Uh, I really like um, the short... I like short films. I think that there are not enough of them anymore. I know that Pixar and Disney do a lot of like shorts but before their, their theatrical shorts. releases. Yeah. And uh, that's actually how Mickey Mouse came about. Silly Symphonies and those shorts. Anyway, um, I think that they're Another great. Anyway. <clears throat> Another, fucking, okay. That's going to be like a drinking game, I swear. 
Anyway, oh, shut up. <laughs> Keep drinking, folks. I I think that there aren't enough. There's not enough credit given to short films. There's a really great. I think it's a duology. Duology. However you say that. Uh, called Paris Jatem in New York. I love you. Where they're just a, it's it's similar to this where they're a bunch of short films, little vignettes around a theme. So Paris, New York. Well, like on Amazon, there's uh, Modern Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Really yeah. kind of. Mm, that's I like that. Yeah. A little bit longer stories, but. Yeah, the, these are great though. These are. Um, it's cool to see it in in uh, the anime style though. So I love it. it. It's great because you you get so many different takes. You know what I mean? So many different when you, you the more people you bring into something, they're gonna have their own thoughts, opinions, ideas, um, point of view. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool seeing all of that. Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. what was your favorite vignette? Uh. Which one was my favorite? I liked the story of World Record probably the best. But I liked... You didn't I like think the animation beyond, style, though. I didn't like the animation style. That's why I said the story. It's such a weird but um, if I... With animation and story, I'd probably say Beyond. Was my favorite. Yeah, was what about a, you? Oh, mine was definitely Program. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was like legit anime where it's like Feudal Japan. Feudal Japan. And, and then I like how they finished it though. And, you know, the finish off the thought from the synopsis, like, you know, they were training and, you know, you realize that Duo's character, or not Duo, Sis, I think is the the, the girl's name that, gets pulled out of the matrix because of the training simulation you realize that like you had to kind of train that way a little bit maybe that's like a new protocol after the fucking betrayal well okay the reason why shitty goatee man well here's the thing the reason why i say that is because like even in the first matrix remember the girl in the red dress simulation yeah like, you have to be ready at any moment. You know this is not a real world, but you are going to be tested. I I really think that it's like a, oh shit, Cypher, that was his name, Cypher. Yeah. Oh shit, Cypher fucked up. Us, yeah. So we're just going to make sure nobody else does it. So. Um, well, it, it's really like pulling some of those, like, your inner desires to, like, you know... Think about it. If you think about it mm-hmm. and, you know, you want to be able to live a normal life instead of knowing the truth, who wouldn't in their right mind think that's a little bit fucked up? Well, is it better to live in an ugly truth or believe in a beautiful lie? There, well, I mean, if you if you think about it, there there's two sides to that. See, here, it, here, here, we have philosophy it's making making you and i question um things like what is the nature of reality like truth and law like it, it's making us have these these thoughtful discussions 
It's thought present Yes, and it's presented in, like, cool different ways. And yeah. this is what was missing from Reloaded. Well, Reloaded was, like, this wartime effort. And that's why I liked the, the Animatrix as a whole. Because, like it said, it kind of rounded out the edges a little bit and gave you a clearer picture. All right, we're getting into opinion territory. So Fine. Any additional let's... first reaction... First impressions, initial reactions that you want to add, Miss Thang. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Well, then we will see you back in the next segment. Thanks, folks. And we're back for this Animatrix uh, review for podcasts and PJs. Or uh, Watchverse. Or, or Watchverse, yes. The next uh, segment that we have here is our history slash opinions. This is where we really get into the meat and bones of what we think about how the Animatrix played out. Um, would you like to start us off? Um, should we go by vignette or should we talk about it as a whole? Um, you know, I think we, we've done a lot of the stuff as a whole already. Why don't we talk a lot uh, just about what we liked Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? Let me go through and, like, read directors and writers for them. Oh As a history part. It's going to be so quick. Go, do it. All right. Ain't nobody cares so, about this. Ain't nobody cares about this, he says. All right, so... missing the game. Second Renaissance, I think I said, was written and directed by Mahiro Maeda. So the the Wachowskis came up with the story for everything, but they didn't necessarily write everything. They were basically like... I thought that was cool then. That's really cool because it gives a little bit more creative license to those directors. Yeah, so they're like, here's what we want to have. Here, just make sure you hit these notes and then everything after that, they can kind of fill in the shades. Um, so that was the second Renaissance. The next one was Program... Uh, written and directed by Yoshiaki Kawajira. Listen, I know I'm saying things wrong. I really apologize. World record was written was directed by Takeshi Ko- Koaki, but was written by Yoshiaki Kawajira. Kids Story was written and directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. Beyond was written and directed by Koji Morimoto. A Detective Story was written and directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. Matriculated was written and directed by Peter Chung. And Final Flight of the Osiris was directed by Andy Jones and written by the Wachowskis. See, that was so quick. That was like a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Okay, he's trying to get the basketball game on his phone. No, I can't, because... Not working. No, never mind. Just go ahead. Okay. Um, I think it's not an accident that so much of the Animatrix is written, directed by Japanese directors. You have, like, Ghost in the Shell, which came out also in the 90s, which is a sort of a, like, a machine human story which we still haven't seen by the way we're ter- we're the Scarlett Johansson one. fuck fuck Scarlett Johansson we're bad anime fans because we haven't seen that 
When did, Go when did Ghost in the Shell come out? Ghost in the Shell came out. Ba 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 ba. Internet. No, not Scarlett Johansson. Fucking internet. I don't want that. It came out a while ago. It did. It came out. Dun dun dun. This is such good podcasting content. Aren't you so glad? We're not you... ready. We're not ready. <laughs> okay. Oh, see, it says it influenced the Wachowskis. Um, it says. You mean Wikipedia? Wikipedia is it. If it and if I say it or B J says they, nine times out of ten we mean Wikipedia. Right. Okay. Well, I can't find it. fucking internet show can you talk about something while i'm doing this so i'm not just narrating my oh dumbness? so i know we talked about uh favorite vignettes and i got into a little bit my own personal thoughts on some of them but let me think i think now we're both radio silence on this oh my scene. god 1989-1991 was the manga of Ghost in the Shell. Okay, so that doesn't help you. Anyways. It does not help you. Oh, wait, wait. 1995. Boom! Found it. <laughs> this is such a disaster. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I didn
animation-wise. Yeah, I like the detective story, although you, you are kind of right. It was a little jarring to be like this noir, and then it's almost like steampunkish kind of. It's very, like, if you ever watched Batman the Animated Series in the 90s, which you fucking should because it's amazing. I'm trying to get this guy to watch him. By this guy, I mean you, BJ. Like, I'm talking as if there's an audience here. I get it, but okay. Anyway, um... Any drink? Shh. <laughs> um... I didn't like Matriculated. I wasn't no. the biggest fan. I was already falling asleep, nope. so... Like... It wasn't it, grabbing my attention enough, and then I caught the end because we saw the chick in her panties, and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was... <clears throat> I didn't like it either. Uh, it was just weird. Like, it was, it was, was the robot weird. in love with her? I think the point or the machine? of the, them to getting the machines to convert was to get the machines to have, like, a connection to the humans. And that's why they did that, just to be like... Machines, bad people, good. But, um, and their eyes turn from red to green, which doesn't seem like it would be a thing. Good. But okay. I mean, you have to have a green light or green glass or something, and you would just choose to switch. Anyway, um, don't you fucking say drink. Drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> final flight of Osiris. To cap this section off, love the simulation with the whole sword fight of them undressing. Strip sword each other. fight. I love how that they, they cool. the little they they've got they the, peek. Yeah, they, they're peeking at each other. You know, you're trying to Cause, see because they have uh, they're blindfolded. Yeah. It's pretty neat. That was the best part of the thing. I I know that it was there for plot reasons, but I felt like. Even even with Matriculated, I felt like Fli- Final Flight of Osiris had maybe the weakest story. Well... Because it's just filler. It's just an extension, yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of that can be said about all, all the vignettes is that it was an extension. But I really like that. Like, well, it helps make that story even more real. Fills in questions that you might have had. Like, for example, Kid's Story. Like... Yeah, to see his perspective. I think that there's, like, a different... Oh, like, callback on that, by the way. What? One thing I really loved about the kid's story is he's like, uh, what What did he type? He's Am like, I alone? Am I alone? Mm-hmm. And it just felt like a callback to, like, all of those kids that are, like, trying to talk to someone online. Oh, so it's like suicide. Like, not just suicide, but, like, they're questioning their place in the world. And then the next response mm-hmm. is, you are not alone, period. I love that. So, I just love that. Yes, that's really awesome. I think that a lot of times people get on, like, social media or the internet and they, like, really talk about its detriments and all the, the bad things it's capable of. But it as a tool of humanity, that means that it's, it's I a think tool it's, for destruction or for creation because look at all the people that connect now exactly that's what that's exactly what i want to say is that it's just a tool for someone to be able to connect and if then at any point you watch that and you saw that response back saying that you are not alone doesn't have to be suicidal at all even though that's a very nice uh, thought to think like hey i'm you know 
I'm having thoughts of suicide. I just want to know that I'm not alone in this world and no one else feels the same way as I do. That's kind of a cool sentiment to see that and it say that you are not alone. Like you are seen and that is a connection that sometimes fails to be made, whether it be any type of like, it's kind of like a callback to like mental health a little bit to me. Yeah, and I think that the internet, social media, like I said, it's just, it's an extension of humanity in that it can be destructive and awful and and manipulative, or it can be um, helpful and life-affirming and connect you with people whose points of view you never would have even considered. Like, it, depending on what is inside you, like, what gets nurtured, um, it can be a tool for, for growth and healing. It can be awesome. I agree. I 100% yeah. agree. I think, you know, that's the, the callback from the original Matrix that I love so much is that whole, like, human aspect. Well, connection and community. Yeah, like, yeah. like this hacker that is questioning their, Reality, their world. Yeah. yeah, what is real. Or, you know, I always like to call back to that uh, scene with Morpheus. He's like, hey, how do you know the difference between the real world and the dream world? Mm-hmm. And then Neo finds out that it's not real at all. Yeah. That's fucking, that blows your mind on so many different levels. It's, it's a very good, and the, the um, all the vignettes are artistic and expressionistic and they have they all have a lot to say so it was very it was a good watch i highly recommend it yeah remember you're like we were deciding whether or not to watch revolutions and and i'm like well what about animatrix i'm glad that we actually chose to watch this because it felt first it's a felt great to kind of get it just now is getting me pumped to watch the Revolutions and then even Resurrections at the end here. So. Yeah, it definitely reminds you, like, hey, these can be really good. Yeah. So. Do you think that was also maybe part of Warner Brothers? Like, hey, we know six months later you're getting Revolutions, but here's Animatrix. I think that this was more maybe the Wachowskis because if they were, because it says that they were um, inspired by Ghost in the Shell. So it would make sense to be like, well, also, they want to capitalize and make money. Like, here's all the things. Um, but I think it would make sense for them to be like, we also, want to do it in an anime style and get all these different exactly. Japanese was, directors. Well, you want to get a lot of other different influences as well. Like, yeah. There's a great jumping off point for, for a lot of these artists to be able to mm-hmm. showcase their talent. And I think that's amazing. That's what short films are great for. Short films and short story anthologies are great jumping off points for people that are just entering um, into these art forms. I agree. There are a lot of authors who get their, get their jump off from being part of a short story anthology. That's another reason why I want to watch uh, Star Wars Visions. Like, we watched one. Oh, yeah. And those, it was really are, good. those are really good, too, apparently. so. The unfortunate thing I'm going to talk about fucking Disney again is that um, 
there's such a monopoly now that if you have a story that they feel like doesn't fit their brand, there's not a lot of other places that you can go as a someone who makes short films. True that, true that. To I kind agree. of get your foot in the door. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, because Fox Searchlight was their independent brand where they did like their indies. But now that's Disney. So they're not going to take a lot of risks because it's more, it's not about the art so much as it is about the business. And granted, you, it is a balance. You, you can't have a a movie that's not going to make any money. That doesn't make any sense. I understand, but it shouldn't only be about the money. Yeah. Well, I think it's worth at least entertaining how these production companies are maybe thinking about their product and and how they push it. Well, that's the other thing is that it's a product and it's like, well, it's supposed to be, you know, an art form. Well, yeah, but they both have their, uh, you know, interests aligned. They should have their interests aligned. That's what I'm saying is I think it's more business. Oh, I don't You went off on a tangent. Yeah, I don't know. This is a little tangent I went off on. I'm so sorry. I'm going to hit you with the anyways. Oh, double drink. It was him now, not me. Whatever. Um, Do you have any additional opinions, history that you want to review? No, I think it's going to be like a pretty short one. All right. Short like vignettes. We're going to sign off on this one and we'll see you back uh, in just a few moments. Final thoughts. All right. Welcome back to Podcast and PJs. Or Watchverse. With BJ Maybe. We haven't made a name Linda. yet. And we are finally finishing up our review of the Animatrix. Uh, we, we have now hit the end of the review. So if there's anything you don't like or you do like, please let us know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. And <laughs> Smash it, that and, like button. And and please take time to review because it makes a difference. Okay. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, in we, this case, it doesn't. We haven't even made a. Yeah. We haven't even published um, this yet. For me, final thoughts is Animatrix was a definite watch. Loved it. Um, even though I kind of fell asleep. Partway through, <laughs> I was kind of tired. It so. was you could fall asleep during that one. Yeah, honestly. Um, other than that, though, do you have anything else to add? I, this is a definite watch. Love how it expands the universe. I think I keep saying that, but yes, I think that if you like vignettes, you should watch it. If, if you, you like anime, if you like anime, you should watch it. If you. Like the first Matrix, like me, but didn't really care for, for yeah. Revolution. Reloaded. Reloaded, yeah. whatever. You should watch it. It was very... Except for there was just so much ass. I mean, I guess if you like a lot of ass. If you're an ass person... Thumbs this up. Is, this is for you. Like two thumbs up for ass. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you said two thumbs up her ass. This is oh, what well, it sounded like. Okay, well, yeah. Up, up, up. Yes, up, 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 I broke you. I broke BJ. Oh, I'm in the Matrix. Apparently, it's the glitch. <laughs> the glitch. Where's my cat? My cat. It's from the. If you watched it, you'd understand. It's from that one beyond. Okay. 
Well, which was your favorite one? That was so. pretty much my favorite one. That one and World Record were, were probably the best ones, in my opinion. All right. Well, that's... This is so short. Yeah, this is the shortest segment that we've uh, had to record, but, I mean, not much more that we... I feel like I need to add, unless you have anything else. I thought it was awesome. I... They were all just so different. I feel like there's just so much that's at you know what I mean like there's too much in my brain to pinpoint whereas just the the highlights and the lowlights that are kind of sticking out mm -hmm. I'm sure that if we had stopped and talked about each one as we watched them we probably would have had more to say right but um yeah some were better than others is the case always with every vignette um kind of a thing but is it vignette or vin how do you say it um, I guess it just depends. Vignette? Is it vignette? Vignette. Same thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on... I'm not going to get caught up with the whole semantics. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's, uh, this is BJ signing off. That's all, folks. And that was Linda signing off. Thank you very much. <laughs>